What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the fan club. Today, I wanted to talk about something specific. I just wanted to first introduce myself. My name is Roger. And um, and yeah, uh, I just wanted to talk about some things that I have read uh, and heard of from the last few days. And it's pretty much pretty much has to do with um, the uh, Star Wars Disney trilogy. The infamous trilogy that nobody tends to like anymore i mean when force awakens first came out it was like okay this is good jj abrams doing good this is gonna head in the right direction then last jedi came out and people started hating immensely i'm gonna be honest with you right off the bat i actually really enjoyed the last jedi um it was one of my favorite star wars films i enjoyed it because of the artistic value and the artistic risk that it took uh, within the Star Wars universe. Did I agree with everything within this new trilogy? No, but I can honestly say that Force Awakens and Last Jedi, I was completely fine with. Where I completely lost all of my desire to, you know, really like stand by this trilogy and where I, I feel like it really fell off the rails was with The Rise of Skywalker. I think they were so desperate to go in, change up a plan that they already had in place with Colin Trevorrow, who was supposed to uh, direct the third film, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken, um, which was actually supposed to be called Duel of the Fates. And Duel of the Fates was supposed to be something something different, something I, I believe would have been more spectacular. Uh, but I'll get more into that in a little bit. If they would have continued with the original plan of Col- Colin Trevorrow, directing the third film i think with it being called duel of the fates and having a completely different storyline i think the trilogy not only could have been saved but it could have reunited all the fans that were split and divided with with the release of the last jedi and it could have actually brought the entire saga like you know to to a full close um But if we want to go back to the beginning, back to the nitty gritty, I will say that I think that Disney and Kathleen Kennedy made a mistake from the very get go of throwing away George Lucas's uh, outline for the sequel trilogy. I think that was the first mistake that was made. I'm not going to go into, oh, Kathleen Kennedy should have been fired. She shouldn't have been given so much power so early. I'm not going to get into that. Um. What I am going to get into is the mistakes that Disney and Kennedy and everybody working at Lucasfilm within that team, I'm going to get into the mistakes that they made and how I feel things would have turned out if they would have gone a different route. First mistake, they threw away Lucas's outline. Biggest mistake. Second mistake is I think that they they tried to cor- cor- course correct, sorry, <laughs> they tried to course correct themselves early on to the point where they really tried to mirror the original trilogy people were comparing force awakens to a new hope um and and like really really like you know really comparing the two showing the the similarities and i think to the common eye you know introducing this world to a general audience um for example my wife started getting into Star Wars with the Disney trilogy. Like her first exposure to Star Wars was the Disney trilogy. Recently, over the last few months since, you know, quarantine 
was going on pretty much worldwide. Um, we were in our home and we were kind of like enjoying different shows, different movies, different things. And one of the things that I took the opportunity to do was to sit down with her and actually watch the Star Wars saga. Um, all the movies that she hadn't seen, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. She literally hadn't seen any of them. She'd only seen all the new Disney ones, Rogue One, Solo, um, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> Introducing this world to a new Star Wars fan like her, or to a potential fan, because before she watched it, she wasn't a fan. Um, you know, introducing this world to a potential fan or a new fan, I understand it's trying. And you now are under a new umbrella, which is um, Disney. And there's a certain way that Disney does things, which is perfectly fine. Like I said, Force Awakens, I think, did a good job. I think for the to the common eye, it wasn't... It, you know, like my wife could not tell the com the comparisons and similarities between Force Awakens and A New Hope because she had never seen A New Hope. She enjoyed Force Awakens very much. Someone like me, for example, who, yes, I've seen the original trilogy. Yes, I've seen the prequel trilogy. I actually grew up with the prequel trilogy because that's when I was a kid. I wasn't born for the original trilogy. When I was a kid, I thought the original trilogy was too, you know, it, the effects weren't you know, they weren't all that. Why? Because it was made in the 70s and I didn't grow up with that many practical effects. I grew, I grew up in the CGI generation, right? So I, I learned to admire it later on in life when I grew older and I, I realized what it was um, and, and why Star Wars were so big and so popular and so, you know, um, so grand. And, 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 and I, I learned to appreciate the original trilogy. Did it become automatically my favorite over the prequel trilogy? Not, not really. No, I actually ended up owning all six films on DVD and I think Blu-ray. And I, I still enjoyed the prequel trilogy. Why? Because the special effects were better. I grew up in the CGI generation. So for a long time, I appreciated that more. Now that I'm older, I'm in my, I'm in my late twenties. I am, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of films. I've grown to be very fond of f filming and, and, and being in theaters and, and watching movies and, and different genres. I've learned to appreciate the well-roundedness of a film. I'm cool with practical effects, absolutely, but I'm also cool with CGI, as long as it's not too much of either or, right? I think it's a balance that, that we need to really come to. It's, it's like theme park rides. Now, all of a sudden, you have screens on every ride. I'm fine with screens, as long as it's a mixture for example, Rise of the Resistance, spoiler alert, in Hollywood Studios and in Disneyland, that ride is amazing. It's a mixture of screens and practical effects and props. It is an amazing ride. It's actually, I believe it's the best ride in the world right now. It is absolutely amazing. Um, but anyways, it's the same thing with film. You combine the two, combine practical effects with CGI effects. Regardless of all that, Force Awakens I thought was magical. I thought it was special. I thought it was a, a great reintroduction into this world that we had been uh, pretty much you know absent from for, for years and years since Revenge of the Sith had released. And to come back to it with The Force Awakens, I think it was, it was good. It wasn't perfect. 
right off the bat, to continue my list of mistakes, I really don't think it was a good idea to make um, when they were doing the promotional um, advertisements with the trailers and the TV spots and all that, it was kind of hinting that Finn, I mean, it was, it was obvious he had a lightsaber in his hand for a lot of the promotional stuff. It was hinting that Finn was going to be some sort of a force sensitive Jedi, some, some, someone using a lightsaber. But up to this point, most people that we had seen, I think everyone except for General Grievous that we had seen in the films, in the Star Wars films, who had used lightsabers were all force sensitive except for General Grievous. So everyone was just kind of expecting that, right? Everyone who knew anything about Star Wars, or at least most people. Because I don't really read the comics, I don't really read the books, so I don't know if there was any any type of people in the comics or in the storybooks that actually used lightsabers that weren't force sensitive. I'm not sure about all that. I'm just talking about the cinematic universe. I think it was a mistake not allowing Finn to be force sensitive and not having him be the Jedi, but in turn having Rey be the Jedi. Now, let me let me retract my statement. Let, not retract my statement. Let me kind of go back a few steps here. Rey being a Jedi was completely fine with me too. My problem was when this film started to evolve into into kind of like you know the into the road that that it went down eventually with the last jedi and rise of skywalker that's where i that's where i I pretty much started to not that's when i go back and rewatch it that's where i started to kind of dislike that's where i started to see where the mistakes began to occur the final fight between kylo ren and ray and finn in the uh snow in the snow wooded area the forest area that they were fighting in the, the fight between Finn and, and Kylo, cool, absolutely cool, fine. Finn isn't in touch with his... Because we find out that Finn is Force-sensitive in Rise of Skywalker. So in that fight, Finn wasn't in touch with his Force sensitivity yet, right? He didn't have his Force skills intact because he he just he didn't know it yet, right? Um, and Kylo just pretty much, you know, he... he he put him to sleep. He he he. It was like he was toying with him at first, and in that in that in that belt, and then he finally just kind of like you know he slashed the, his back, and and he was knocked out. And then Ray comes in, and that's where we get the big reveal that Ray is force sensitive, and she is a Jedi because she was able to take the well, not she wasn't a Jedi necessarily yet, but she's force sensitive. The problem with this is the fight. He had a huge turn where Ray just completely overpowered and overmastered Kylo Ren, who had already been training for so long with Snoke. For and even before Snoke, he had been training with Luke Skywalker. That was something that just it, it, it was something that I, I just wasn't too fond of. I'm okay with Ray and Finn. Uh sorry, with Ray having been force sensitive and having been the jedi and all this i just didn't like how immensely overpowered she was so early on and then how she started to uh you know uh you know how she continued to develop throughout the the film sorry she actually we we find out earlier in the film that she's force sensitive but um you know that was the first time she actually used the lightsaber uh like you know that uh you know significantly that was the first time she actually ignited it and everything and that one was using this fight so the point is that ended up happening if it was up to me i would have absolutely loved 
for both Finn and Rey to have been uh, Jedi's. And if Rey, if they would have continued the story with Rey being the main Force sensitive user, the main Force user, fine. But I feel like in the Rise of Skywalker, they should have given it the opportunity to Finn's character to actually come up and be kind of like a second fiddle to Rey, or kind of like a partner to Rey with another lightsaber. You see what I'm saying? Um, and especially since she ended up getting Leia's old lightsaber, she can use Leia's and Finn can use, uh, you know, uh, the other one, the other lightsaber, which belonged to Luke and belonged to Anakin and all this stuff. So I think they could have, they had, they had a huge missed opportunity with, with all, with not just with them, but with all of this. So anyways, then comes along Last Jedi, the great awaited, greatly awaited sequel to The Force Awakens. <laughs> This this thing really split the fandom in half. I absolutely enjoyed The Last Jedi. I think I saw it twice. I enjoyed it in theaters. I enjoyed it. Um and it and to this day it still has one of the best one of my favorite fights in a Star Wars film, which is when Kylo and Rey go back to back and take a, take on the Praetorian guards in Snoke's temp um in Snoke's throne room. I wasn't a fan. I, I mean, it's how do I explain this? I was actually like shocked that that they killed Snoke and wasn't even that upset with it because of the fact that it was such a twist that I was like, I'm so, I'm I'm so cool with twists as long as they have as long as they end correctly in the sense that they actually tie the knot and they actually um, close up all the loose ends. I'm cool with twists. I I grew up watching Lost. I loved Lost. I'm one of the few people that stuck to the end and actually understood the ending and actually still enjoyed the ending and and Lost in its entirety. I enjoy twists. The Rise of the sorry, the Last Jedi had had you know, it had those things going for it, for it. And I was fine with Leia in space. I was cool with that. I was cool with all of it. I don't under I don't see what the true complaint of all of this is. If you're okay with Leia fighting Luke in training, um like we saw in the la- in the Rise of Skywalker, then you need to be okay with Leia using the Force to attract herself back to the to the ship. Um, I thought the Last Jedi was grander in scope than Force Awakens. I thought it it was bolder than Force Awakens, which is absolutely fine. Ryan Johnson did a great job, I think. The Canto Bite scene uh, or sequence with them in the casino world, you know. People can say what they want about that. Is it the slowest part of the movie? It is. Do I mind it? Not really. I don't. And I and I'm fine with them putting a little bit of you know, of 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 you know a, a little bit of a message in there because in reality these movies are made for messages, right? They're made specifically to give what a message of hope, a message of of you know um of that. That's why these movies are called a new hope. That's why these movies have you know that at the core because. That's what that's what these movies are for for to to give that message right, but in a way that is attractive to to the masses. The Last Jedi was bold, and I thought it did a lot of things right. I really did. I had a minor gripe scene there, like I didn't understand why didn't they just look at the end when he he used the Force to kind of like um, uh, place himself in front of Kylo and. And he wasn't really there, and um, I'm, I'm, I, I just don't understand why he chose the blue lightsaber instead of the green one. You know, that would have been a cool callback with the green one. But anyways, just little things like that were were my only gripes. 
But everything else, Kylo Ren becoming the new supreme leader, it's just like, I thought that it was fine. The third and final film, the director, Colin Trevorrow, could have and should have just picked up where they left off with Force Awakens and Last Jedi and not try to undo anything. Just complete it. It's already done. The first two films are made. Done. They've they brought in their billions of millions of dollars. They're done. That's it. They've been released. You can't go back and change it now. But here comes whoever it was decided to, to kind of revamp the whole thing. JJ Abrams comes back. Trevorrow is 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 slashed from the from the director's position. Abrams comes back to, to direct the the last one. They change the name to Rise of Skywalker. They bring back Palpatine, which was not in the original uh, Duel of the Fate script uh, that had Trevor attached as the director and completely just redid it with a bunch of fan service, which fans have actually admitted to that it is a bunch of fan service. I hate when movies do that. Like they just pretty much came back because people were because. The, the, the fandom was so divided, but if you go and actually look at the reviews, The Last Jedi had really good reviews. The Last Jedi had really good reviews. The people that were complaining about it were the same people that complained about the prequel trilogy, but that now were praising the prequel trilogy. So I wouldn't have listened to those people. The Last Jedi was a great film. It was a good film. It was a fun film, in my opinion, and apparently in critics' opinions as well. They should have just continued on the road they, they they started on, which is they should have just continued with Colin Trevorrow, continued with Duel of the Fates, and made that movie with what it was. And, um, you know, Ray was going to have a dual, a, a, a double, a double-bladed blue lightsaber. It was supposed to be this epic thing. Finn was going to leave, was going to lead like this, this, this huge army of like, um, you know, uh, of previous stormtroopers that they pretty much people just like him that were stormtroopers at one point but kind of like woke up so to speak from from you know that that world that that first order alliance allegiance that they that they had or that they grew into whatever the case is and he was going to lead them and and it was going to be a fight on the ground and a fight in space it was going to be something epic and they they ruined all that because they decided to to go the safer route. They decided to, I feel like out of desperation, they wanted to fix this thing so bad and they didn't want the, the, the fans to cry about it that they decided to, to go that route. So with all this said and done, now getting into the point of this whole situation, which is that apparently Disney... There's rumors coming from the inside from sources that are saying that Disney is trying to completely retcon the this sequel trilogy and pretty much make it as a as something that took place in an alternate timeline, kind of like what's going on now with the MCU and the multiverse. There is kind of a sort of a multiverse in Star Wars, it's just not called that. It's 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 something that 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 was first displayed for us in uh in star wars rebels uh when ezra was you know in the in the in that that dimensional plane um called the veil of the force and uh he pulled ahsoka out if i'm not mistaken i didn't really watch uh too much rebels but i, I have seen a few things here and there it's like apparently 
that's going to they're going to use that in some way, shape or form to retcon this whole uh, sequel trilogy and start afresh and start new. Now, it remains to be seen if one, this actually takes place, which apparently it, it people are, are really assuming, like they're really believing that this is going to take place. But one, it remains to, it remains to be seen. And two, it also remains to be seen or confirmed if the same characters will be back, Ray and Finn and these characters in, in, in the correct timeline, like, a, like so that the story can be told correctly. I think it'll all take care of itself. I think Disney is 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 heading in the right direction. I mean, um, apparently Kennedy's contract ends next year, and I don't think they're going to extend it. Uh, John Favreau is now more involved than before, and he has not just the Mandalorian under his uh, belt, but he also has the second season and the third season on its way. Um, you know, Dave Filoni is growing in in the ranks. Um, you know, his Clone Wars was great; people loved it. Rebels. And he he did a phenomenal job on Mandalorian. So, and people love his character Ahsoka Tano. So, you know these two people, Favreau and Filoni, are really really invested into the authenticity and integrity of Star Wars, according to George Lucas, according to Lucas's original vision. So much so that they invited him on set. They they took on his advice. They took on his you know on on his vision, on his outlining, on his. You know, um, uh, Lucas uh, actually trained Filoni, and I believe he hired him too. He he like he he took Filoni under his wing, and Filoni, you know, he 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 absorbed all the info, all the all the teaching that that Lucas was giving him. Uh, a lot of this was spoken about in um, the uh, the gallery of the Mandalorian on Disney Plus. You guys, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely go check it out. It's really good. It shows the behind the scenes of how the show was made. Um. A lot of interesting stuff there, but the point is that these guys, and apparently now Taika and Taika Waititi had his own episode that he directed on The Mandalorian as well, and now he's in. Um, you know, uh, and why I bring up Taika Waititi is because Kevin Feige is also trying to see if he can get involved somehow, uh, get his hands dirty with 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 some work on on uh, the Star Wars universe. So in reality, a lot of that positivity and a lot of what worked in the MCU seems like it's bleeding into Star Wars in some way, shape or form. So much so that even the Russo brothers have been, um, you know, have been linked to certain rumors of them possibly coming and directing a film or two for Star Wars. So it remains to be seen what happens with all that. But the point here is that Star Wars seems like it's heading in the right direction. And I feel like everything will work out. I think everything is going to work out fine. Mandalorian was a huge success. The second season is probably going to be just as good, if not better. And then, you know, everything else along the along those lines. However, which brings me back all the way back to the beginning of this whole thing. If Disney would have decided to maybe, obviously, to follow Lucas's outline, but if they would have decided to maybe go with some of the characters from the comics and from the books, like like Han and Leia's real children, um, I, I don't I don't know their names. Sorry. If they would have decided to go with their real children and and actually incorporate a lot of the stories that people loved, that the fans loved from the books or from the comics, I just think this would have been so much better. So. If they're going to retcon this Disney trilogy, are they going to retcon it to redo it with the same characters, same actors, same actresses? Or are they going to redo it with 
characters from the from what's now considered legends from the books from the comics from the video games are they going to are they going to use those characters or are they just going to start up something completely different that's the thing and with all that being said what i think should happen is yes they i think they should recon it and it's not it's not that i don't think they should um like i say i think they should because there's a slight problem with the fact that it's already out there in the cinematic scope of things it's not like a book or a comic book that most people haven't read and they could just put on a shelf and say that's considered legends that's not canon now you have to deal with three movies not just one three three movies that are technically were technically considered canon and now you're decanonizing them to make them as if like they took place in an alternate plane and they're on their own thing and that they exist there and that's it nothing kind of reminds me of like what happened with terminator where it just kind of went into this weird like spiral sporadic tree like it turned into this thing where it was heading in different directions after after rise of the machines you have um terminator salvation and then you have like the recent one dark fate and and you have um i think there was another one too i, I, don't, I don't remember it's just it's like be careful to not do that because i feel like they're already going to want to retcon solo a star wars story and now to retcon three more movies it's tough it's tough i don't know how they'll do it do i think they should do it yes how they'll do it i don't know if in the case they don't if this doesn't actually come to fruition and it doesn't come to pass i'm fine with that as well that's it rise of skywalker came out i didn't like it i hated it end of story i move on why? Because Taika Waititi has apparently one movie. Uh, 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 he's apparently going to film his own Star Wars film. You have Mandalorian season two and three coming out. You have Obi-Wan Kenobi having his own series also coming to Disney+. Plus. You have um, uh, you have Kevin Feige possibly attached to a project. You have the Russo's pro- brothers possibly attached to a project. So I feel like the Star Wars future is bright. There's so much that they can tell. So many stories that they can tell in the Star Wars uh, universe that I just feel like it's bright. I think I feel like Disney has now has officially learned from their mistakes with the sequel trilogy and they will not be going down that route again. So I know, I wholeheartedly know that the future for Star Wars is bright. So regardless if they decide to wreck on it or not, I'm completely fine either way. But if they want to wreck on it and make a new trilogy, I'm fine with that as well. They just need to make sure that they handle it correctly because at this point, I think that would be tougher than just fixing their mistakes with future films, right? But if they want to go back and retrace their steps and redo the whole thing, I I just want to make sure that they do it in such a way that it's going to, it's going, um, people are going to understand and not be confused with, oh, what's going on here with like, what happened to these movies? Like, because not everybody's going to listen to this podcast, right? Not everybody's going to read about the news about it. There's going to be general audiences that are just going to go watch the new Star Wars film. So either way, if they end up doing it, they'll have to explain what what goes on, what's happening. And they're going to have to explain in, in the Star Wars film, in the first one of that new re, redo trilogy, that apparently the original Disney trilogy doesn't really exist in this in this current timeline. It existed in an alternate timeline. So, yeah, that's that's that. Um, 
but yeah, that's it's it's just it's it's crazy what's going on right now with that. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. Um, oh well, I don't know if there's a comment section on this podcasting app, so my fault. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just it's 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 crazy that they're gonna wreck on it, and and all this is coming from, um, like I said, leaked sources. You can find this news on anywhere on YouTube. You can find it. You can Google it. It's gonna. It's 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 fresh. It just came up a few days ago. So, um, it remains to be seen what, what ends up happening, but, um, I'm just, you know, I'm excited for the future of star Wars. I think it's bright. And I just think that if they decide to retcon this, uh, completely, that's fine too. But, um, I don't think it's necessary. I think I, I don't like rise of Skywalker. I'm cool with the other two films. Um, but I think that what Disney should really focus on is the new projects coming out and and, and what we have uh, waiting for us in the future. So, yeah, guys, that's been an, uh, that's been an episode here for the fan club. Hope you guys enjoyed and I'll be chatting with you guys next time. See you later.